I'm going to name some pickleball players, and I would like you to think about what these people, these pro pickleball players, might have in common. Ready? Simone Jardim, Corinne Carr, Lucy Kovalova. Let's not forget some of the guys. Rick Witzkin, Gabriel Joseph, Riley Newman, Lindsay Newman, Jesse Irvin, Michelle Esquivel, Lee Waters, Anna Lee Waters, even occasionally Ben Johns, Morgan Evans, and Kyle Yates. What is it that these players have in common? Well, they're all great pickleball players, of course. We all know that. But one of the things that I'm particularly interested in is the two-handed backhand. As pickleball evolves, we see it more and more on the court. And today I'm going to talk about the two-handed backhand and why you, even if you're a one-handed backhand purist, why you might want to stick around and listen to this and see if I can make a convincing argument for why that two-handed backhand might have a place in your pickleball game. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Renison from Third Shot Sports. And today we're talking about two-handed backhands. And as pickleball evolves, I've talked about it. You've listened about it. We've seen it together. Uh, we are seeing more two-handed backhands on the court from both the women and some of the men out there. And so I, what I'm going to do today is try to make the best case I can, the arguments for why a two-handed backhand might be a really great choice. So let's get started. So what's the first reason? Well, the first reason is sort of the most obvious reason, I think, and that is more power. If you're now hitting this shot with two hands instead of just one, you now have more power possibly going into it. You've got two arms doing some of the work instead of just one. doesn't mean you can't have a fabulous one-handed backhand, but having that non-dominant hand on it as well can help you generate a little bit more speed, perhaps. Why else might you want to hit a two-handed backhand? Well, there is an opportunity to hit with more spin, specifically top spin with a two-handed backhand. When you are using a two-handed backhand, you're essentially hitting a backhand, it's true, but with your non-dominant hand, really what you're doing is you're hitting a forehand. So imagine I'm a right-handed player. If I'm hitting a one-handed backhand, then I am uh, sort of flexing my hand and my wrist toward my body, and then I have to sort of release it as I swing forward. And that, that kind of backhand action where you're releasing, you can get some topspin on it for sure. Um, but your wrist doesn't tend to go that fast. Your hand doesn't tend to go that fast when you're hitting the backhand with the, the backside there. So what you'll see players do is when they hit their uh, two-handed backhand, which is essentially a left-handed forehand, if you are a right-handed player like me, you get to use uh, the inside muscles of the wrist uh, and you'll find it's a lot easier to generate that top spin. So that could be another argument for why a two-handed backhand could be your friend is you can create more top spin. All right, we're gonna talk about more of the arguments in just a minute. Hey there, it's Mark. I wanna give a special shout out to our friends at Selkirk Sport. Selkirk makes pickleball's best paddles and their customer service is awesome. Personally, I'm fond of the Invicta paddle because I love the extra reach it gives me without compromising forgivability. But whether you go with the Invicta or prefer one of their other models like the S2, the Epic, or the Omni, Selkirk definitely makes a paddle that's right for you. You can find them at thirdshotsports.com paddles or at selkirk.com. Selkirk Sport. We are Pickleball. All right, welcome back to the show. Today we are talking about two-handed backhands and why you might want your two-handed backhand to become your new best friend on the pickleball court. 
I've already mentioned how you could perhaps generate more power with it. I've already talked about how maybe top spin becomes a little bit easier because now you're using that non-dominant hand essentially to hit a forehand. Why else might we want to do it? Well, there's a good argument to be made uh, that if you were poorly set up for the ball, that if you're reaching forward or it's a bit too close to you, you get jammed, maybe you're up at the net and your opponent just drove the ball at you or they flicked it at you fast or you're reaching, that when you use two hands, you actually have more stability. You can use that second hand, even if it's a slightly off-center hit or if you're a bit too close to your body, that second hand provides some support. And so when you're in a less than ideal position, people find that support. And so this is something that I see is that some of the players who you say, hey, this is a one-handed player, well, all of a sudden when they're scrambling and they're reaching or they're off balance or the ball's too tight to their body, they'll put that second hand on and support it. This is often when I see players like Ben Johns use two hands is when they get in kind of tight, uh, they'll use that that second hand. And so you can get more stability on those um, kind of awkward moments when you use that second hand. So that's argument number three. We got more power, more spin, more stability. All right, so why else might you want a two-handed backhand? High balls, high balls. We all know how tough it is uh, when you get a ball above head height on your backhand side. That's why it's such a good idea to lob over your opponent's backhand because while they may be able to get the ball back in play, it's tough to hit that ball with a lot of speed with one hand. And so when you are reaching up, if you are also using your non-dominant hand to hit it, almost like a forehand overhead, it becomes a little bit easier to handle those high balls that you're reaching for. So um, in situations where you want to be able to hit that high backhand overhead smash with power, that second hand can come in really handy. That was no pun intended, but it was a good one. All right, so those are our four reasons so far. More power, more spin, more stability, high balls. And the fifth and final, and I think the most convincing argument for why you might want to use two hands on the backhand, I'm going to talk about in just a moment. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Jigsaw Health. Jigsaw Health is the official hydration and recovery partner of Third Shot Sports. We've got lots of great products, but one of my favorites is the Electrolyte Supreme. I mix it with water when I'm on the court coaching and playing, and I find it both gives me that extra boost I need and helps to prevent cramping. My personal favorite flavor is Berrylicious, but if you're a lemon-lime person, that's okay too. You can learn more at jigsawhealth.com. And if you do make a purchase, be sure to use my promo code, PB3SS10. That's PB3SS10. It'll save you $10 off your order and show some love to our show. Jigsaw Health. It's fun to feel good. All right, welcome back to the show. I'm Mark Renison here at Pickleball Problems, and we are talking about two-handed backhands, and I've already identified four reasons that I think the two-handed backhand might be awesome for you to at least try out. Now, before we talk about the fifth, and I think the most convincing reason, um, one thing I should mention is that there are some drawbacks to the two-handed backhand, and specifically, the biggest drawback I find is that you get less reach. So imagine if you're um, standing still, facing forward, and you reach toward your backhand side with your dominant hand. Uh, you can reach a certain distance. If you really, really stretch, see how far you can reach. Now, if you put your second hand on from that reaching position, you put that second hand on the paddle, at the same time, you'll notice that that reach gets shorter. So there is a drawback here on the two-handed backhand is that you can't get quite as much reach. So you'll see some players, when they're really desperate, 
uh, reaching for the ball, stretching for the ball because it's far away, if they might normally be a two-handed player, they'll sometimes take one of those hands off so they can get that extra reach. So there is a drawback. I'm not saying it's perfect. Okay, so one more time. More power, more spin. Even if you have a poor impact point, you're a bit too close to the ball, for example, it can save you there, and you get high balls. Now, the fifth and I think perhaps the most convincing argument for the two-handed backhand has to do with grips. Now, most people, when they hit forehands, they use what's called an eastern forehand grip. Their hand is slightly behind the paddle, behind the handle of the paddle. Some people call that a handshake grip. It doesn't matter what it's called, but you need to understand what it's like. It closes the paddle face slightly, and this is good because, uh, one, your hand is behind the handle, so it's now in a very strong hitting position, and two, um, that sort of closes the paddle face a little bit, making it easier to hit hard and keep the ball low, making it easier to brush up and apply topspin. But the trouble is when you're in that eastern forehand position, when your hand is behind the handle of the paddle, if you hold with that exact same grip, but now flip over to the backhand side, well, now your hand is in the front of the paddle. It's between the handle and the net, and that's a really weak position to hit from. So what happens when you use a forehand, an eastern forehand grip and a one-handed backhand and use the same grip for both, you're in a really strong hitting position on the forehand side and a really weak hitting position on the backhand side. Now, you could use a grip change, and many players will. The trouble is, grip changes take time. And if you're in a situation where things are going really fast, bang, 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 you might not have time to make that grip change. So this is where the non-dominant hand comes in. I can use an eastern forehand grip on my backhand side if I hit a one-handed backhand, but I've got to sort of like power my way through it. It's a pretty weak position. I've got to be pretty strong, and it's kind of limiting what I can do. But if I have that eastern forehand grip as I'm hitting a backhand, and I now put my non-dominant hand on the handle as well, even though the dominant hand is still in a weak position, the support that comes from the non-dominant hand in some ways kind of cancels it out, right? Because, as we said, the... Two-handed backhand is essentially a one-handed forehand with a non-dominant hand. You're now putting yourself, you're supporting, you're kind of making up for that weak hand position from the dominant hand. And so to me, this is the strongest argument out of all of them why you might want to use this because this allows you to still use that good, strong forehand grip, the eastern forehand grip. It allows you to keep your hand in that position even if you don't have time to switch grips. And while still using that grip as you hit a backhand, you've now got your left hand or your non-dominant hand, I should say, supporting it. And so this is kind of like a best of both worlds situations. And for my money, that is the strongest argument for why you might want to use a two-handed backhand as well as all the others, more power, more spin when you get jammed and on those pesky highballs. All right, we're going to leave it there. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of Pickleball Problems. This is kind of our new format. We're going to be quick. We're going to be to the point. We're going to get in and out and let you go home. But it also means we're going to do more of these episodes. So be sure to uh, stay tuned to your favorite podcasting app. And we'll be back with more Pickleball Problems next time. Mark Renison, Third Shot Sports. <laughs>